Hey, Red. Hi there, Red. Welcome to Red Square. No commie talk, just common sense from, from a couple, couple of uncommon gingers. You got that right. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. So, what's been on your mind, Red? Well, I'm just trying to make sense of the world around me. <laughs> that is a full-time job, my friend. No, you know, thank God I'm retired. Right? I got the time. Gives you a chance to actually sit back and ponder some of that's, this stuff. That's right. We'll ponder this one. All right. We've been having Wait, are you telling me? <laughs> what? Is it time for ginger bites oh, already? Oh, we're jumping right All into right, the ginger go. bites. And maybe even a little ginger bit while we're at it. Oh, no snips or snaps, <laughs> just bits and bites. All right, anyway. So I had a little bit of a make sense of the world, but although it did make sense. I went outside yesterday to start my car. We'd had single-digit temperatures. For, yeah, it was five degrees in the morning. We'd had single-digit temperatures for, what, four or five days yes, in a row? Yes. And no... No starty starty for my car. So what you're saying is that your your battery malfunctioned. It was done. Done. Oh, I hate that. I know, and I have the little jump starter battery pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't strong enough. It was oh, really? just that cold. Oh man. So my choice at that point was okay, open up the hood, pull out the battery, take the wife's car to AutoZone, bring it back, put it back in the car, and start the car up. Not 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 your favorite choice. Well, not exactly what I was hoping to but do. But it's a whole lot better than asking for a tow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It was cold. It wasn't, you know, it's changing the battery wasn't too bad. It was pretty easy to get to. Was it uh did your hands get real cold? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, freezing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my baby, my little 2011 IS2 250 Lexus. Oh, I was so happy when I got that car. Yeah. I'd never really had a nice car ever before in my life. Well, it is a nice car. And I was thinking to myself, or the wifey and I need a second car. You know, you deserve to be comfortable. And if I do it this right, I could spend the same amount on a nice car as I could on a regular car. So I really did my research. I searched and searched and searched. And in 2017, August of 2017... I found a 2011 Lexus IS250 with only 18,000 miles. Wow, 18,000 miles. That's and I, amazing. I got it for 20 grand. Wow. I've been driving it ever since. It's got about 110,000 so miles. So when now. you found it, you hear like little <clears throat> angels going, oh. I was so happy. <laughs> I went out and test drove it and was like, yep, this is it. I, uh, have had to put some money into okay, it. Okay, so let's, though. yeah, let's, let's get back down the road now. Here we Seriously, go. Seriously. Not, uh, as, the wifey and I were driving back from Nebraska. All of a sudden, it sounds like there's a snowblower in the back seat of my car. Big old hole in the muffler. Oh, so, it just started on the trip? Yeah, it just started on the way back from Nebraska. So got back into town and ended up doing $1,000 worth of exhaust work on the car. Ooh, that's a that's a chunk of change. And then another 230 on the battery. So there's no getting rid of this baby soon. I got to drive it for a while, <laughs> get that money back out of it. Looks like it's crackers and cheese for a while. Seriously, PB&J. <laughs> at, at least I get to drive the Lexus to work, though. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's get oh the poor girl's getting old, but I still love that car. Yeah, but that's 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 a hard time to get hit with bills like that. It is right after the holidays. Right after the holidays, right. For sure, but you know, we'll make it work. What else you got? Um, what was the other thing? Uh, This one I just found kind of sad. 
as I was doing some research for our uh, ginger report, I you came... need, you needed something uplifting. No, well, I came across this while doing a little bit of research, and it's that uh, after the first of the year, animal shelters are often filled to capacity, and I was like, that makes no sense. And then I kept reading the article, and it's people give pets out as gifts, and then the recipients like a week or two later, you know, beginning of the year, right after Christmas, are like, oh, we can't handle this dog, or we can't handle this cat, or rabbit, or whatever it is. Or, or just the responsibility. Well, and dr- go drop it off at the shelter. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I read several articles in different parts of the country, from, like, Seattle to uh, the small town in Massachusetts, all talking about the same thing happening every year. Right around the first of the year, we are filled to capacity. What are what are people thinking that people want pets as a gift? Right, like I feel like that has to be something that is well thought out and planned right. out and talked about, or just don't do it. If you're going to give me something with life, give me a plant. <laughs> right, I agree. So I don't know, um, just. Kind of a little sad fact that I yeah, found. Yeah, yeah. And, and were, there, were there any statistics about, you know, Just how, how they, much remain or, or... Well, they were talking about how they received 100 pets in a week. Okay, wow. Wow, that's a lot. That is a, that's a lot. whole lot. So... Yeah, just, I didn't want to get into it too much because it was right. kind of sad, but just something to think about. If you're ever thinking about giving someone a pet as a gift, make sure that they're on board. Make sure that they're committed to this and this animal's not going to yeah, end up at yeah, a shelter yeah. somewhere. And maybe do it for their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know wintertime's the right. hardest time. It is. All right, I got a little uh, uh, item that I thought was amazing. Did you hear about the Alaska Airlines flight where the door flew off? Oh, yeah. In mid-flight? How crazy. Oh, my God. Well, the craziest thing about that was that, uh, well, two things. Number one, it was very lucky that the two seats by that door were one of the seven seats on the whole flight that were empty. Yeah, what would have happened if you were actually sitting there? I mean, there were there was there were incidences a while ago how somebody was pulled out of an airplane through a window. Yeah, I yeah. Su- I remember that too. Oh my god, sucked out through the window. But, well, and but here's the thing about that flight is that this door was covered up from the inside, so people didn't know it was there. Oh, really? Okay, and then they were supposedly put bolts on this door to keep it from opening and. In uh, further inspection, inspection, they found that some of the bolts weren't tightened down, or even in some flight, because there were 171 grounded flights of the it's the Boeing, Boeing 737 Max Nine. Yeah, yeah, that. Ooh. But they said there weren't even some of the bolts weren't even installed. But anyway, so they're flying, and fortunately, they were just kind of taking off, so they didn't get to the what is it, forty thousand cruising, feet, uh, yeah, yeah, cruising height. altitude. Okay. Because then it would really have uh, sucked people out. Well, like it, I read an article where it sucked one teenager's shirt right off. Yeah, and right off. out. Could you like imagine, how crazy could is you that? Being on a flight, all of a sudden, whoosh, your, your shirt flies flies off. right off. I guess there's probably more to think about at that moment. You're right, but okay. still, that would be some. That would shake you up a little bit. Well, and here's the what's alarming about that particular plane is that. Uh, a couple of years ago, the the 737, I think it was called the Max 8, 
Two flights went down because of navigation programs, and 350 people were killed. Same model. Yeah, I remember that as well. Um, it was a software error that the pilots were supposed to be overcoming, but the pilots weren't trained on it correctly. Exactly. And it, boom, it took them straight down. Is this a good or a bad time to be a Boeing like stockholder? Probably uh, well, pretty poor right now. The, their stocks have dropped uh, it, since then, I was, 8%. I was going to ask if you knew about yes. that, because I figured. Oh, man. Yeah, they. who knows what's going on with this particular aircraft? I mean, those people at Boeing have to be thinking, thank God nobody, you know, nobody died in that. Oh, for sure. Thank God no one was hurt. But, Boeing, get your act together. Seriously. I don't fly often, but I do enjoy flying. <laughs> yeah. And if one of the flights I'm going on is going to be Alaska Airlines. Yeah, but mostly I enjoy flying inside the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer the doors to stay intact yeah, exactly. during flights. I do. I will agree with you completely on that one, Red. Wait, what's that sound? You said it's time for the sports, sports report. report. Oh, I'm sure we have a lot to say this week. Oh, there's been a lot going on, a lot of sadness in my life. A lot of sadness. Yeah, Browns, so excited, headed to the playoffs, headed to play the Texans, who we had beat just a couple weeks earlier. Quarterback looking like a star. Oh, I mean, yeah, looking like they're talking about him coming back next year as a franchise quarterback. Our love affair with Joe Flacco is over. Yes. It he, was, he looked miserable. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, he... Uh, he couldn't get out of the trouble. The defense was putting too much pressure on him. No running game whatsoever. No run. His passes were inaccurate. And I will tell you what killed him. And this was in the third quarter. Those two pick Picks. sixes. Oh, that was the end of the game. That was the end of the game. It, yeah. After the first one, I was like, we could still get back. Right, it's right. a long road. But we've done this before. Yeah. After the second one, I was like, ball game. Ball game. And it was the ball game. Yeah. And ball. it was, in a, I mean, we got stomped. Yeah. Just what happened to our number one defense? Defense didn't show up. <clears throat> and then, yeah. you know what I don't get? They were saying that this year the defend, defense played well at home, but horrible on the road. I was seeing those statistics as well. And what? I don't get it. What? Yeah. Is yeah. that? I, I don't know. It's what the same to, guys. <clears throat> and I don't know what to put that on. Right, right. I, I really don't. Uh, so, well, what else? I mean, there were that, other other games. What else well, stands up? Well, I thought it was interesting how the Eagles and the Cowboys, both at one point this season, considered to be the best team in the NFC, well, if not in all of football. Well, the, the Eagles were ten and one at one point, and they both got bounced in the first round. I know, and looked bad. Baker bounced Philadelphia. Yes, and oh my God, he must have thought that was delicious. Oh, he, I you was know? really, I was like, if the 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 dream. Super Bowl for me as a Browns fan would be Browns versus Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Us versus Baker. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Oh, that would have had so many amazing storylines. Yes. Oh my! Well, for this area. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, for and us. I, and I, I said as a Browns. Yeah. Fan. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate to bring this up, but didn't you make a bet at the beginning of this year that the Browns would win the Super Bowl? I did. Uh, those I, those <laughs> those dreams are gone. Yes. Okay. The, there's put a wet blanket on that bet. <laughs> yes. How how much did you bet? Oh, I only put ten dollars. Okay. On and that. how much would you have won? Um, 
what was it going to be? Three hundred and eighty. Three hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. Well, you lost ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I still have a bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I used bonus bet money when I signed up for my FanDuel account. I put fifty on them. Oh my it, God! Speaking because it was free. So now I'm a Chiefs fan for the rest of this okay. season. Speaking of the Chiefs, my wife showed me this stuff online about some things at the Chiefs game, and you know how cold it was there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> my favorite was at halftime when everybody cleared out of the stands because it was what you know, seven degrees, seven or something. degrees or something like that. They put a big like video picture of a fireplace on the jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying. <laughs> They're trying. <clears throat> I thought you were going to hit me with some Taylor Swift stuff. Oh, I, no. I didn't even watch the game. I don't know if was T-Swift at that one. Um, I, Probably. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. So uh, let's move on. Real quick, did you notice that some two of the most winning coaches in college and professional football retired this year? Well, one of them retired. I think the other one was kind of forced out. Well... Bill Belichick? Yeah, on paper he retired. Really? I think so. <clears throat> you don't think he'll be coaching next year? Uh, I don't know actually. But anyways, let me let me so Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. Bill Belichick won 6 Super Bowls. Nick Saban won 6 college titles. Nobody has come close to that in the modern era. Okay? Here's a little known fact though. Both Bill Belichick and Nick Saban coached together on the Browns. In 1991. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, I think Belichick was coach and Saban was the defensive coordinator. Really? Interesting. Isn't that amazing? Well, it's too bad they weren't good back then. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> the Browns weren't. <clears throat> 91? I don't remember the Browns being much back then. Was that the years that Elway was beating them in the playoffs? No. Well, maybe. It's a little, I thought that, that was the 80s. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I thought the 90s. They, then they, they, they settled after that, after the 80s, and 89 and stuff. They settled into mediocrity for a while, and then they just left. And then they took off. Yeah. Sadness. Sadness. Well, anything else in the La- sports report? Last thing real quick. If you're, if you're watching the Cavs, they're which, doing great. Which I am. Now... It's strange that they're doing great right now with Evan Mobley and Darius Garland out. There, I, I believe I heard they were eleven and three with since they've been out. Yeah, that's strange to me because Mobley supposedly is the future of the team. Right, right. And Garland is an important piece. Well, there's some some scuttlebutt about uh, how Garland and uh, Mitchell can't play together well. Well, Mitchell's kind of been taking over the games yes, lately. Yes, he huh? has. Yes, he has. And looking good. And you know who's really playing well, by the way? Jared Allen. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's amazing He's to been watch. scoring. He's been getting rebounds. Ten double-doubles in a row. Is that right? Ten. Now, that is a stat I did not know, yes. but he has been playing really yeah, well. Yeah, the Cavs, the Cavs are playing really well. They beat... They beat the Bucks yesterday by forty points. Beat them up. They 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 beat them up. up so yeah. much. Lillard didn't stay in the game long enough to help me win my bet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was so happy that they won, but I was like, "All right, slow down, guys." Let's... They were saying that uh, Okoro did a great job defending Lillard. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he, he only had like seven points going yeah. into third quarter. Yeah, he did not have the stats I needed him right, to have. Right. He's their he was their top scorer, especially since uh, their top guy was out. Giannis. Yes. So, I was, anyways, keep your eyes on the Cavs. I agree. I agree. Well, 
It's I get time. time. Oh, <laughs> I time. see the glint in your eye over there, Red. <laughs> what is. time is it? It's time for the Ginger Report. Oh, we got some good stuff today for the Ginger Report. <laughs> oh, this is kicking off the new year right. I tell you what. I tell so, you what. You have heard. I think my voice just cracked. I think it did too. You have heard of that's post pubescent. <laughs> yeah, way post <laughs> post post. You have heard of dry January. Of course I have. Okay. Who hasn't heard of dry January? Well. A lot of people. Oh, but get anyway. out of here. <laughs> but anyways, so what do you think about dry January? Oh, it's popular. I know a lot of people go for it. I've done it myself in the past. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a good thing for that month, but if you just go right back to doing what you've always done <laughs> after that, I guess it gives the body a little break. So I read... It's good to schedule your annual physical for February if yeah, you're doing if, something if, like if that. If you're smart. So I heard that for the average American who tries dry January, okay, it only lasts ten days. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. One one out of ten give up on January third. <laughs> Dang. Well, they're that's like, hilarious. all right, that's enough. Yeah. Well, I was when I was reading about this stuff, I heard of try January. Oh, really? It's no longer dry January. It's try. January. I like try January. Yeah. You know, try to cut back. Write down how many drinks you're having. Write down what kind of drinks you're having. And try to cut a couple off for each day. And then look how many you can cut off for the week. And they were like, that can actually last to or lead to a more lasting like life change than just going completely dry. And then, woohoo, it's February 1st. Let's go back to boozing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess maybe writing down would help. You, you know, know to give you a visual guideline and actually keep it in your head cuz you know watching a football game especially it's easy to just be to the fridge right four pop, or five times during pop, a football pop a game beer, yeah and you're like wait a second did I almost drink a six pack in the last three and a half hours i think i did thank god it didn't go into overtime <laughs> right i only got 12 i got two games to watch well i thought that was interesting the try January, I saw something like 41% of adults in the United States claim they're going to go for dry January. I think that's a little high. It seemed high to yeah, me, too. Yeah. They said that was in uh, 2023, I saw those stats. Yeah, you know what? The thing about those is they, they have studies that claim these things. So it's only a sample of people. Because I have one for 20% of adults try for it. Really? Yeah. Well, and... I, I saw that it was like, of the people who tried, only about 15% actually made it. See, now, <laughs> this is so funny, because my statistics say 30% made it. Get out of here. I swear to God. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, is that, okay, I well, think, I think this podcast just turned into a lesson on how to manipulate data. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Trust uh, your sources, or maybe not. I guess, you know, the, that whole news axiom where you should get three sources for every fact. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think we we have to work a little harder on our facts. Oh yeah, you know we're both journalists. Journalists. We're. Yeah. <laughs> I probably said it right when I mispronounced it. Whatever that meant. That, well, that means we can look at the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's our research. I was looking up New Year's resolutions just in general, not just dry January. Wait, wait, wait! wait. I gotta finish my dry January here. Oh well, they 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 really. They, oh, they, morph, they morph into each other, don't okay. they? Like, isn't one of the most popular New Year's resolutions is to cut back on alcohol. Right. Or to quit alcohol. 
quit cussing. Uh, improve your health. Okay, what did I found? I found... Oh, jeez, I just ran into the mic. My bad. Um, Quitter's Day. They actually have named this. Did you come Quitter's across day? this? No. What, what day is that? The second Friday in January has been named Quitter's Day. Oh, because, yeah, I think, yeah. Because yeah. so many people so many just are quit. like, whatever. I did it for a couple weeks. That's enough. So I, I, I got all these percentages of, of, you know, what people say. It keeps off weight. You know, I, I feel better. I have more energy. My favorite one, though, was... 86% say they have more free time and spend less money. <laughs> <laughs> because they're not drinking? Not drinking. <laughs> well, that's true. Like, if you can really... I remember taking the month off, I would buy a six-pack of, like, non-alcoholic beer, and I would drink one. Right. That, you know, it, a six-pack of non-alcoholic beer does cost almost as much as regular beer, but you drink less of it. And more free time, I guess, you know, like... I was finding things to keep myself busy, right. so I didn't want to sit and watch TV and drink beer. So I, I, I read that there are two cons to participating in dry January. Oh, really? There are two negative two elements, negative. huh? Number one, you have less socialization. That's what I was going to say. You sense. don't get to hang out with your friends? I know. Because they're like, Cause, uh... Because you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is... <laughs> That reminds me of an old Primus lyric. Do you know that band? No. They're great. They're, an old Primus lyric went, funny thing about the weekend when you're unemployed, they don't mean quite so much. <laughs> Except you get to hang out with your working friends. And that is what happens during dry January. There you go. You only really get to hang out with your other dry January friends. Right. So the other thing is, you have to pee more frequently when you, when you quit drinking. You have to pee more frequently? Why? Do you replace the beer with water or something? Well, that's it. When drinking, the body clings to water reserves. Oh, that's, yeah. Because you de alcohol dehydrates, dehydrates you. you yeah. So when you stop, those, those water reserves drain. So you have to pee more. Oh, that, that's got to be pretty temporary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. You know? So, but that's why some people lose weight, because they lose water weight. Well, that's good. And, you know, I suppose if you are using this free time that you're not drinking and really going for it, maybe you're hitting a exercise machine or taking a walk or, or something. Something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was looking up some stuff just about New Year's resolutions in general. And? Well, like the earliest known. Is one like, I won't give a dog as a present? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, after this podcast, it will be. Jeez. Um, one was that uh, the. Clear back in the Babylonians. Uh, the Babylonians? 4,000 years ago, like the birth of civilization, uh, New Year's resolutions were supposedly a thing. Wow. Um, they, there's the Quitter's Day, and then there's also New Year's Resolution Ditch Day, which is just January 17th, which we just got past yesterday, by the way. Um, so I, do you think the, the think that people quit on the 17th? day of <laughs> drinking and then stop their new year's resolution on, on the 17th and are done with everything <laughs> yes. i mean like i'm just starting my new year's resolution my dry january because we, you lost your calendar <laughs> yeah. no the wifey and i decided that we were both still on our christmas vacation until after the first of the year and then we had plans for uh, this last weekend, MLK right. weekend. So we thought we'll start after MLK weekend, and then we'll go until President's Day weekend. So mine's just kicking off this week. Right. 
Um, we'll see how well it goes. I'm already talking about having a beer with you at dinner tonight. But hey, it's try January. Well, no, yeah, I'm trying to chill out a little bit. You'll start manana. Manana, manana. <laughs> yeah. The busiest day of the week. That was one of the... I was reading like some funny uh, New Year's resolution comments. And one guy like tweeted or something... Hey, cheers to all of you who made a resolution to eat healthier and already put that off one day today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, New Year's Day. That is, it's so hard to make a change on New Year's Day because you're off work. Right. You're still kind of in holiday mode. Big time holiday mode. You know, you're I gonna, mean, you're, you're watching football, football, you're chilling out. It's so hard to like start that day eating healthy or not drinking or whatever it is. You got to really go for it. But I don't know. So what? Any, any more resolutions? Um, there uh, there was a bunch of them. Let me give you some of the, this bell curve of the way resolutions um go. Are it, it's pretty funny. So how long do resolutions last? Less than one month is one percent. One month lasts, 8% of the people last a month. 22% of people last two months. 22% of people last three months. 13% four, 9% five, 5% six. And from there on out, only 2% of the people can make it the rest of the time. So by the end of, by middle of June, people are pretty much done with their New Year's, New Year's resolution. resolutions. Most people are done within the first couple of months. Right, right. You know, it, I don't know. The pets thing, they always say, I, I've never actually been a member of a gym gym. We were members of the Y. But uh, they always say first of the year that your Planet Fitness or your workout place is always jam-packed. And it's like packed for the first two weeks of the year with people. I'm working out. Right, I'm doing right. it. And then they show up and they're like, this sucks. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm not driving to the gym. <laughs> I mean, it was a good idea, but I mean, let's think let's, about it. Right. So they say if you really want to stick to it, there's a few like specific tips. You have to deeply understand why you want to change. What is your motivation and why is the first of the year the time to do it? You need to set specific and challenging goals. Like, be very specific about what you're going to do and challenge yourself. But then also sh- set, like... No, no, I'll get around to it. Or... Exactly. But also set those, like, daily and weekly short-term goals as well. So don't say, I'm just going to quit drinking for a month every day. Say, hey, I'm doing this today. Right, and right. I'm not going to drink. Um, I know I'm going to make it at least through the weekend. You know, stuff like that. That sounds like and a then, lot of work. Right? No wonder everyone quits. <laughs> no I'm tired of this crap. And then you got to get a partner to do it with you if you really want to. Uh, That's probably the best way to Someone do it. to hold you accountable. Yeah. Hold, so. your, hold your hand. Yep. Well, I don't know. What else has been going on? We've had some crazy weather around here. I, We've we, had it, some crazy weather recently. It's been pretty mild up until... Well, the last... Last week. Couple weeks, yeah. So... What, you told me you had some comments on... I just got some funny things about winter. So I saw that the world's largest snowman was built in Bethel, Maine. Okay. And it was 123 feet tall. Lord, that's huge. That's like 12 stories. Right, that takes actual like construction equipment. Right. <laughs> so here's the funny part about it, though. 
to make the various things for the snow. It's not a snowman. It's called a snow figure now. Oh, okay. That's, yes. That's the, you know. So anyways, to make the eight, the eyelashes, they used eight pair of skis. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's kind of cool context <laughs> for how... How big it is. Right? Yeah. Whoever thought skis would be eyebrows? Eyelashes, I thought eyelashes. you said. That's what I mean, eyelashes. All right. To make the nose, the eight-foot nose, they used... Uh, it was made of chicken wire and cheesecloth. Okay. Which I'm sure they painted. It's like paper mache, basically. Yeah, basically. The arms... I love this. The arms were made of two 30-feet spruce. <laughs> 30, 30 feet... That's all right. That that's three stories. So this is Bethel, Maine. Bethel, Maine. I love this. Do they do this every year? I I don't think so. Okay, this is like a one off, one shot deal. Two more. The scarf that the snowman snow what was it snow individual snow snow, snow figure the snow figure go figure it's a snow figure. Yeah. All right, enough. So. Don't give them a reason for you to start making punny jokes. <laughs> The, the you, scarf. You, you was, can call it a snowman. It's fine. <laughs> the scarf was 130 feet long. Impressive. Yes. And one more. The hat, which was made of fleece, was 40 feet wide. Jeez. 40. That's a tent. That's not that, a hat. That, that's a tent. That's a. That's an igloo. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Isn't that funny though? That yeah. What uh, you know? I wonder what got him going on something like that. I don't know. But boy, is that an effort. Right? All right, one more. Okay, what else did you find about winter? I it wish winter. I would, I, man, I wish I would have known you were going to do this. I would have come up with a couple of good ones. Well, eh. we, we got two more months. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. In Bismarck, North Dakota, they hold the world record for the most people making snow angels. I feel like I read about this somewhere, saw it on the news or something. Okay. 8,962 people were making snow angels all at once. All simultaneously in Bismarck. That's that's amazing to get that many people. <laughs> that took three towns in North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough people in just one town. They had to get three different communities together to pull that many people together. How about this? It takes Uranus, or I'm sorry, winter in Uranus, <laughs> on Uranus, last 21 years. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, why does it last 21 years? I just couldn't let it go. So I did a little research and... It just rotates so slowly? No. What is it? It's that far it away from the Uranus sun? It takes 84 years to orbit the, the sun. sun. Oh. So if you divide it into four seasons, That's each 20. one is 21. Oh my goodness. There you go. I, I don't know why it made me think of this, but when the wifey and I were driving to Kansas City one time, there were all these road signs that said, visit Uranus. The, the Uranus Fudge Factory. <laughs> you have to stop. No. Yes. Did you take a picture of it? Yes. And it was like carnivals and clowns. And the wifey and I could not stop making... Uranus jokes. fudge factory jokes. Oh, you got to go deep in Uranus to find the best fudge. Oh, the fudge from Uranus is the best fudge you'll ever eat. Oh, I mean, we for the next 60 miles, I'm still mad that Did we didn't stop it? 
and actually oh. go into the oh, Uranus Fudge Factory. We got to Kansas City and started talking with my cousin who we were going to visit. And she was like, what? You didn't go in? If you ever come back, right. you have to go into Uranus. Go to the Fudge Factory. <laughs> so you, I don't. You, that, ha- you have to go into Uranus. <laughs> every now and again, you got to <laughs> dig deep in Uranus oh, if you're going to find the fudge you're looking for. All right, clean it up. Uh, it's just right. so funny. I can't believe you brought that up because it's too easy, and you know I love those well, jokes. I know. All right. <laughs> finally. All right. Let's. Well. Finally. Okay. There are. <laughs> Where is there, it? I lost it. <laughs> There are some animals turn white over winter. Yeah. Okay. Arctic foxes, Arctic hares, they turn white. Some caribou and ermines. Do you know what an ermine is? I do not. Okay. I looked it up. Okay. It's some sort of weasel. (laughs) Oh, well, that was a little bit of a letdown. I thought you were going to hit me with something a little more interesting than some sort of a weasel. And there's also one... More mammal that turns white. Me? No. I'm so pale. That's, that's not turning. You're there. I know. I'm so pale right now. <laughs> You're there and back. <laughs> so, also, some 20 year old boyfriends who learn of an unplanned pregnancy. Oh. <laughs> it don't have to be winter for that, that's my friend. Right. Dang. All right. So, I just want to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm not going to go into depth like you just did but i just want to uh end this with a couple uh, little winter ideas that i came across okay winter did not even whisper its way to earth but it seemed to salt the night with silence that's by author dean Kuntz. that's the he's like a horror book yeah yeah i thought that was a very interesting quote probably from one of his books possibly and the last one is winter is nature's sleep. Okay. That's by H.S. Jacobs, whoever he is. Well. And with that, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll put this podcast to rest. That's right. We will have another, or we'll... It let's has, try that again. Okay. We will wrap up another... Amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Wait. Episode of... Red Squared. Red Squared.